0: A president has been indicted. Former President Trump pleading not guilty today to charges in Manhattan criminal court. Now, here's Rita Cosby. Breaking news, WABC.
1: And welcome to this special WABC programming. This is Rita Cosby. The great Bill O'Reilly is going to be joining us for the hour and taking your calls In this very special hour, nobody understands the case and the political situation better than Bill O'Reilly, and he will answer your questions in his superb, methodical, and thoughtful as well as illuminating way. Just moments ago, you heard President Trump, who entered a not guilty plea a few hours ago in a Manhattan courtroom for 34 felony counts. And just a few moments ago, he was in Mar-a-Lago, Florida, and he responded to the events of today. And when he walked in to hundreds of cheering people, this is what they were chanting. And then President Trump went right for the prosecutor. He also talked about the special counsel also in the case. He also talked about all the other investigations of him, also the classified documents, the Georgia case. He also said that America right now is in such decline. And he said he did nothing wrong. Take a listen to what he said to adoring fans in Mar-a-Lago just a little bit ago when he addressed the nation. And I never thought anything like this could happen in America. Never thought it could happen.
2: The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our
1: nation from those who seek to destroy it. And joining us now is the great Bill O'Reilly. Uh, Bill, I am so thankful that you're here. Of course, this is your great hour, Common Sense with Bill O'Reilly, which I love every night. Uh, i got to get your reaction, of course, to President Trump, who just wrapped up a few minutes ago. What did you think of his speech?
0: Well, I thought it was an effective speech uh, for Mr. Trump. It was more of a campaign speech than a rebuttal to the uh, indictment today. Um, he just laid out his vision about how he is a political prisoner of a corrupt justice department. And that's um, the main theme of tonight's remarks. And the other theme that he hit on was that this is an election intrusion for 2024, that these left wing people want to take him off the board. Uh, or severely wound him so that he's not that big a threat to Joe Biden. And those are the two themes. Um, it was a good political speech. He kept it short, which is unusual for him.
1: Very unusual. Um, <laughs> right.
0: And and he didn't wander too much, a little bit. But I think tonight, uh, for WABC viewers all over the country, not just in the metro area here in the northeast, We're going to name the O'Reilly Cosby Hour Law and Order Criminal Intent. So I'm going to throw out some things that you have not heard. And if you do, if you have heard, just let me know. But first of all, the genesis of all of this happened in 2006. All right. So that's a long time ago. That's 17 years ago. And there was an alleged interaction between Stormy Daniels and Donald Trump. Well, that interaction lay dormant until Trump got the Republican nomination and looked like he would win the election of 2016. All of a sudden, lawyers come out of the woodwork demanding that Trump – Satisfy three people who allegedly had dirt on him. Now, this is legal in America if you use a lawyer. If those people did it without a lawyer, they could have been arrested for extortion. But they used a lawyer. And the lawyer came in and said, You need to pay us, all right? Or we're going to say X, Y, and Z. And it's two weeks before the vote. And this is going to take you out. So Michael Cohen, Trump's lawyer, paid them. All right. One of the payments went through the National Enquirer, who, by the way, cannot be um, dragged into court because they signed an agreement with New York state authorities that they would squeal on Trump if they weren't prosecuted. So. Anybody, anybody looking at this would go, wow, that's pretty unsavory. If what Trump allegedly did was so bad, why did you wait 10 years before you said anything about it? And, and you don't want to say anything about it. You want money. That's the truth. So anyway, I'm not a lawyer, and I'm not Donald Trump's defense attorney. I mean, He's he got those people. I'm a journalist historian. But I see this very clearly, and I think everybody listening to us read it tonight sees it that way as well. It was a shakedown. There are a lot of reasons why people settle things, family, legacy, business interests, and political interests. In order to convict Trump of this so-called crime in Manhattan, They have to prove, Bragg has to prove, that Trump had intent to defraud the voters of this state. That's what this comes down to. It's an election violation law. He intended to mislead people into voting for him. If that were the standard, George Santos would be doing life in prison.
1: Yeah, he'd have death penalty by now. Okay. <laughs> That's the standard. But somehow,
0: the authorities of New York State have not done anything to George Santos, who admits that during the campaign for Congress, he lied up and down about a thousand things. No, no action against him. Just keep that in mind. So when people say this is a selective prosecution against a presidential candidate, there is no other reason for this. This is not something that is ordinarily prosecuted. The final thing I want to say is that Bragg looked very shaky today in his press conference. He has to prove to a jury, number one, as I just said, that Trump had intent to defraud the voters. That's the crime. Okay? But then Bragg is saying he has another crime that Trump committed, and this settlement money went to cover up that crime as well. But Bragg doesn't name it in the indictment. And when the reporter asked him, What's the other crime? which would boot the whole thing up into a felony. Brad goes, well, I don't have to tell you. What? I. It, it was so disturbing to me as an American.
1: Bill, by and, the way, that was an unbelievable moment. We were talking about that earlier on Cats and yeah. Cosby, that he, he didn't name it. It's like, what, how is Trump going to defend himself against some unnamed other charge?
0: And people need to understand, he has to have another crime to charge Trump with 34 felonies. Just writing a check to shut somebody up is a misdemeanor if it's used in a fraudulent way okay and he's going to have a hard time proving that um because Cohen already admitted that he did it and went to jail for it okay so Cohen already admitted that he was the criminal here so to me just sitting back here right now Watching this hysteria, and that's what it is, and watching my country decline even further. Trump was right about that. It's depressing. And, you know, people listening need to know the big picture of this thing, that here in New York, we have corrupt officials. And they are going after Trump for political reasons, in my humble opinion.
1: And everybody, you are hearing, of course, the great Bill O'Reilly here on this special programming. This is, of course, normally common sense with Bill O'Reilly. And we're hearing a lot of common sense tonight uh, from you, Bill. Bill, I want to also get your thoughts on the politicization of Bragg even prior to. Um, Obviously, it seems like a lot of questions, which you so, I think, uh, aptly described in the indictment. What about the fact he also ran uh, his campaign and said, I will get Trump. I mean, he's right there on videotape saying, my priority is getting Trump, not going after crime in New York.
0: Yeah, we used it on Monday night on this hour at, on WABC. We ran his sound bites, And if you miss it, you can go to BillOReilly.com and punch it right up. The No Spin News is the uh, television title. Common Sense is a radio title. There's no doubt that he ran on a platform that I'm going to get him. And so did Letitia James, the attorney general of the state. Did the same thing. And, you know, look, both James and Bragg should have recused themselves from any investigation because they polluted the well. They didn't give him due process. They flat out said he's guilty. We're going to get him. That's not due process. You are assumed to be innocent until proven guilty. That's what the word allegedly means, so the corruption is up i 'm six foot four rita its It's up to six foot three and a half
1: <laughs> that's a lot of corruption. you bet where do you see this going Bill um, now, given the fact it's thirty four felony counts, um obviously it seems to be business entries. Um, do you see this making it to trial? Do you see change of venue? Where do you see the overall i haven 't had a chance to talk with you since, of course, the arraignment today.
0: Well, change of venue doesn't mean very much because Bragg and the judge, who Trump says uh, hates him, and the judge's daughter uh, is deeply involved with Democratic politics, I understand. Um, they go where the uh, trial would be moved. So say they move it out to Montauk, all right, in, on Long Island, Suffolk County. Well, Bragg and the judge would go there. and And so you would have a more fair jury since only 12% of people in new york city voted for donald trump and 88% voted against him it's going to be hard to get a jury that's fair so the change of venue i you know could happen i'm sure they'll ask for it and then they'll just wind their way appeal after appeal after appeal they'll ask for the the case to be thrown out that's number 1 and then they'll get denied and then they'll go up to uh another court in new york and they'll get denied and then they'll go to the supreme court of new york and they'll get denied and then it goes to the federal system now there that case could be thrown out so to get all of those rulings you're into the middle of next year 2024 right in the middle of the campaign which is what the leftists want they want this Uh, being adjudicated right in the presidential election. So unless Trump is very lucky and his lawyers are very skilled, this thing is going to drag on forever. And then the federal uh, special prosecutor Trump named in his speech called him a lunatic. He could drop federal charges on the documents and January 6th. And then Georgia is trying to get him on some kind of election interference there. So it looks to me like a design to take them off the board, but even if they're not successful, this will be part of the campaign of 2024.
1: Now, Bill, you've known uh, Trump a long time. We both have known him a long time. How do you think he's going to play this? I mean, we heard tonight him basically going after all of these things you just talked about, Georgia, uh, the special prosecutor, obviously the New York case. Um, How do you see him handling this? Do you see him already... He's hearing kaching, ching This is amazing. Uh, Laura Trump was saying earlier tonight, ten million dollars they have raised, um, you know, since uh, the indictment came out. That's a big amount of money. Do you see that continuing? And in other words, he will use this solidify his base, getting people maybe who weren't even Trump supporters beforehand. And this may turn out to be uh, a benefit of seeing a man who feels he's clearly wrongly accused. He says. <laughs>
0: Well, there's no doubt that Trump feels that way. I mean, he he's going to run as, as a uh, grieved party. All right. He's going to run on the grievance ticket. Um, the money that he's raising uh, will be substantial, but he's going to need that money to pay his lawyers. So if you donate to the Trump re-election campaign, by law, that money can be used to pay Trump's lawyers because they're part of the elect- re-election campaign. So he needs to raise twenty five to thirty million just to pay the lawyer bills. If wow. You can imagine
1: That's that. a lot, Bill. Wow.
0: And but he'll do it. Um he'll raise that kind of money. And this'll put him far ahead in the primaries. Uh DeSantis is probably sitting down there in Florida going, What the deuce happened here? Um, because it's a motion now on the Republican side. And they're going, Well, I may not like Trump that much, but I'm not gonna let these people do this. They're not gonna get away with it. And that will rally Republicans and some independents to Trump's cause. The Democrats believe not enough independents will come over. And, you know, I've always said that I don't think that Biden is going to run again because he's way more impaired than most people think he is. Um, And so whoever they come up with, the Democrats, would have an easier time uh, against Trump, who's damaged, than a DeSantis, for example. That's the Democratic play.
1: Do you still believe, uh, because Biden has not announced yet, and he's sort of sitting like the Cheshire cat bill uh, when they've asked him questions, everything related to Trump arrangement, arraignment, Uh, real quick, do you believe uh, that he will probably not run?
0: I've said that since last January, uh, that he wouldn't run. Maria, I have not changed my mind. And they're smart. He's smart not talking about this case, by the way. And for those listening to WABC, uh, he packed it at 3 p.m. today, closed up shop. <laughs>
1: that, was a, that was a long day for him, Bill. Yeah,
0: so he's working <laughs> 1030 to 3 now, uh, and then he's off Friday and Monday.
1: Yeah, that's a, and that's a busy week for him under the Biden calendar. Um, Bill O'Reilly, stay with us if you could. We want to have you take some great calls that are coming in. Everybody wants to talk to the great Bill O'Reilly. Bill, stay with us. We're going to go to a commercial break, okay?
0: Sure. Thanks.
1: Fantastic. The great Bill O'Reilly continues after the break. We are going to be taking your calls. Ask Bill whatever you'd like about the case uh, and get uh, answers from one of the best in the business. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222.
0: WABC. A A president has been indicted. Former President Trump pleading not guilty today to charges in Manhattan Criminal Court. Now, here's Rita Cosby. Breaking news. WABC.
1: And this is Rita Cosby with the great Bill O'Reilly as we continue our special coverage on this historic day. The first time ever in U.S. history that a president has been criminally charged. President Trump, the former president, has pleaded not guilty to 34 felony counts in a Manhattan courtroom just hours ago. And, Bill, um, we have lots of callers calling in, lots of very important questions about this case. Uh, the number, everybody, again, is one 800 848 848 9222. Two, two. Uh let's go to Brian in Pennsylvania actually calling in line 2. Brian, uh what is your question?
2: Hi Rita, thank you. And Mr. O'Reilly, I've been enjoying your insights for years. I hope I can get through the call without breaking down because I'm horrified at what's happening. Mr. Trump, uh President Trump mentioned the Espionage Act of 1917 and the penalty that goes with that. I thought the Espionage Act was repealed after the Wilson administration so I wanted to comment on that. And my second question is. Where is the Supreme Court? We're supposed to have three branches of government. Why can't the Supreme Court step in to this obvious corruption and breakdown of our judiciary? All right, let me, let me get that. In. Brian, and our hold, country on,
1: Brian, Brian hold on one sec. Let me make sure we get in, Bill, for the answer. Bill, go ahead. Please give him a okay, response. Okay, let's
0: take the Supreme Court first. Um, it has to be adjudicated in federal court. So it would have to go, and it will. Uh, if, it, if it's not thrown out, into federal court. That will take a while. So the Supreme Court just doesn't come in, and uh, particularly in a state action, and say, we're taking this case away. All right? They don't do that. Um, and it will go to the Supreme Court, by the way. Um, the Trump lawyers will take it up. Um, and as far as the uh, Espionage Act, it's still, I believe, on the books. Um, it it was obviously uh put in there in a war situation world war 1 but i think there was a little hyperbole there on donald trump's part i don't think that the special prosecutor is going to charge him with espionage that would be ridiculous and make jack smith look like a clown if he did it so you know donald trump throws everything against the wall and sees what sticks and that was one of them but i that wasn't a note that I took. I don't think that's going to happen.
1: All right, Brian, thank you for the call. Let's go to Laura and Suffolk, uh, Line 7. Go ahead, Laura. Hi, I'm just wondering, is there any way that all this court nonsense is going to be resolved before well um, the um, election um, campaigning takes place?
0: Yeah, it certainly could be resolved if um, the New York authorities throw this case out, which they certainly could uh, because of the political uh, tempo here in New York State, the odds are they will not, but they could. And I hope everybody realizes that Governor Hochul tomorrow could throw this thing out by granting a pardon to Donald Trump. He has the authority to do that, whereas Biden couldn't do it because it's a state charge. Um, Biden wouldn't do it anyway, and Hokel will never do it because they're not in business to really strengthen the country. They're in business to promote themselves and their own party, in my humble opinion. So, yes, this could be resolved by, I don't know, next Christmas or something before the primary voting starts. Uh, But the odds are against it.
1: You know, also, Bill, uh, he can still run for president no matter where this case goes. Correct? Yep.
0: Yeah. And, and serve. There's no, nothing in the Constitution that bars a convicted felon. But the odds of him being convicted of a felony in this case, Rita, are so, so small. And the same thing with the document case. And the same thing with January 6th. And the same thing with Georgia. I mean, these are just marginal cases. All of them are marginal. And remember, you have to convict beyond a reasonable doubt. All Trump has to go in and say is look, Yeah, these people got money. Uh, I didn't even know what was going on, but my people protected me because they didn't want my family destroyed. And that's reasonable
1: doubt right there. And also in this case, too, Bill, um, he can say, just as you just said, it was because of my family, not because I was protecting the campaign. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the other thing, too.
0: Yeah, that's reasonable doubt.
1: Really powerful stuff, uh, Bill. Stay with us. We got some more calls. Uh, let's go to Chicago. Let's go to Christopher calling in line five. Christopher, your call for and your thoughts for Bill O'Reilly. Christopher, go ahead. Are you there,
0: Christopher? Yeah, I just don't yep. know. I don't know why that they don't go on the offensive with these Zelensky tactics. Are just going to go over and over.
1: That's it's, it. It's, let me let me ask you that, Bill. Do you? And I guess his question is tied to Republicans. How should Republicans respond? Do you think? Uh, there have been a number of people who said that. Now, wow, maybe local DAs across the country will see if there's something uh, maybe tied to a Biden family member. Is it is there? Is it now a tit for tat?
0: I would I would be disappointed in anybody who brings a criminal case when there isn't criminality involved. I don't think revenge is something that any American should applaud. Now, Hunter Biden. He's got some questions that have to be answered. There is no doubt about that. And the prosecutor in Delaware has had four years and has not brought anything. Okay? So a local DA in Delaware could bring that charge against Hunter Biden. Same thing. Won't because it's Delaware. But if it were Mississippi, it would. So this is a mess, and but I don't, you know, what is the old cliche, two wrongs don't make a right? So let's, the higher ground is where um, the Trump supporters should try to get to.
1: Did you feel, um, even in the speech tonight by President Trump, I mean, obviously he took some jabs clearly at the prosecutors, all the various ones, um, but he also did say, listen, uh, our country is worth fighting for. He talked about how the decline of the country. Bill, I thought that was good when he started going into. Listen, sadly, our borders are open. He talked yeah, about crime skyrocketing. Yep,
0: that's how he's he's going to run on. Look, country's down, going down the drain, and if you vote against me, even if you don't like me, if you vote against me, then you're going to be part of the swirl of this country dissolving. Um and. Look, when you step back again and you look at how terribly Joe Biden has run this country, that if you compare Trump's four years to Biden's two years, it's not even in the same hemisphere. And I'm not saying that. I'm not not—I'm a registered independent. I just want the best for all Americans and the best for my country. But it's not even close. And you just issue after issue after issue after issue. And Trump's going to run on, hey, vote against me, and you want more of this, you're going to get it.
1: And what was his line tonight, Bill, too, uh, that President Trump just said as we were listening live from Mar-a-Lago, essentially saying you put the five worst presidents together in American history, and he said they would not be as bad as Biden after he was reciting. So you can tell he's clearly saying, look how different America looks from Trump to Biden. And he can draw some stark contrasts.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt that Joe Biden has deficits in the political area. And, you know, (laughs) believe me, Trump will exploit them.
1: (laughs) No doubt about that. Uh, Let's continue with our calls. Uh, We've got Rory here, line two from Long Island. Rory, you've got a great question for Bill O'Reilly. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, hey Bill, one of your concierge members, you've emailed me a couple of times. I just want to tell you, um ask ask you, um I read the uh the indictment and everything here is listed business fraud in the first degree, and we kept hearing it was going to be a misdemeanor charge and that this the uh sexual limitations had passed. But all these first degree charges in the indictment are felony charges. I mean they stretched it to this. Yeah, What's and the, but it's all based what, on what? um it's based on three All the 34 felony charges are based on three alleged incidents, three payments, one to Daniels, one to Karen McDougal through the National Enquirer, and one to a doorman who tried to sell a story to the National Enquirer that he saw Trump and somebody together in some kind of an apartment situation. So you got three payments that allegedly were made. Okay, to keep all this quiet. So, what Bragg did was he took that and he jacked it up to 34 felony counts because he says that Trump did 34 things to cover up the three. Does that make any sense, Rita? Yeah, no, it definitely
1: does. Um, Okay,
0: so it's three things, but 34 times allegedly Donald Trump did illegal stuff. To keep the three quiet.
1: And Bill, it's not unusual from a prosecutorial standpoint to do these sort of multiple counts. No, no. He knows
0: they're going to be thrown out. Uh, He just, this is a PR battle. And Bragg lost the battle today. Trump won the PR battle. Trump was smart, not saying anything at the indictment. He wanted everybody to watch. By the way, ABC, CBS, and NBC did not take the
1: speech. Yeah, I noticed that, that right. and MSNBC, by the way, CNN did. I was watching them yeah. and obviously Fox did. Right. MSNBC did not either. What does that say to you? Well,
0: they knew that Bragg was going to look bad. They knew it. And those people, believe me, they hate Trump so much that they're going to do anything they can to get Biden or whatever Democrat runs back into office.
1: Yeah, it. it to me, was a stunning moment that that was not, um, and other layers of this have not been covered, selectively shown by the media. Um, and I see this continuing, don't you? Selective yeah, coverage. I mean, look,
0: 50% of the American people are lost in cyberspace. Um, they don't know what's going on. Uh, they're watching, you know, uh, dancing with the uh, felons or whatever they were. I don't know what it is, but they don't know. They live in a f- parallel universe, and those are the people that You know, the Democrats count on um, to keep putting leftists back into office, the people who really don't know what's happening in Ukraine, what's happening at the border, and they don't particularly care.
1: What a sad testament uh, of where we are, Bill. You know, I saw a new poll recently, too, that said 60 percent, it was Democrats, felt that a lot of this to this case was weak, that it was inflated. And yet they were still saying that they would still indict Trump. So, I mean, what? in other words, if it has Trump attached to it, it's got to be wrong.
0: Yeah, that's the hatred factor. So, uh, you know, when Barack Obama was running for president and when he was in for two terms, some Republicans hated him and right-wingers did. But the majority didn't um i certainly did not i interviewed him three times it were fair interviews tough but fair
1: yeah yours were great i remember the super bowl interviews you um, did amazing ones
0: but now it's totally different and you just in a short period of time we're we're the united states of hate and it's really disturbing that's for sure
1: yeah, it is. It really is. Everybody, stay with us. We're going to continue with the great Bill O'Reilly on this big news night, big breaking programming. Of course, President Trump just responding to the 34 felony counts against him by New York DA Alvin Bragg. We're going to talk about that and continue with your great calls, everybody. one 800 2 one 848 will continue with Bill O'Reilly taking your calls after the break. Talk radio 77
0: WABC. A president has been indicted. Former President Trump pleading not guilty today to charges in Manhattan Criminal Court. Now here's Rita Cosby. And this is Rita Cosby
1: as we continue Special programming with the great Bill O'Reilly. We are taking your calls and getting Bill's great, great responses and insight into what has undoubtedly been a historic day in American history. The first time ever a former American president has ever been criminally charged. And of course, President Trump entering a not guilty plea and coming to a Manhattan courtroom, he was fingerprinted, he was processed. Then he flew back to Mar-a-Lago, where he gave a very powerful speech just a little bit ago. And by the way, here is a little bit of President Trump saying that the rest of the world is watching what happened today. And he says, quote, they are laughing. Here's a little more from President Trump just a little bit ago from Mar-a-Lago.
2: It's an insult to our country as the world is already laughing at us for so many other reasons, like our open borders. Our incompetent withdrawal from Afghanistan, where we left behind American citizens, $85 billion worth of the best military equipment in the world. Lost 13 magnificent young lives and far too many to mention that are so badly hurt with the loss of arms and legs and facial obliteration. The most embarrassing time in our country's history, in my opinion.
1: And also, former President Trump also talked about the double standards that he sees with what's happening to him. And, for example, the way the Hunter Biden information has come out or also really was suppressed. Take a listen.
2: And we remember the 51 intelligence agents who said Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. It didn't exist. It was Russian disinformation. Remember that? And that was all confirmed strongly by the FBI
1: when they all knew that it wasn't Russian disinformation. And Bill O'Reilly, this, you know, is an interesting point when he compared the two. And I also hearken back, I think, about James Comey, you know, the former FBI director who came out. And he basically said, here's all these things that Hillary Clinton did. And yet no prosecutor, no reasonable prosecutor, right, would prosecute her for that. Uh, do you see a double standard here?
0: Sure. I mean, the swamp uh, hates Trump. They've hated him from the very beginning. And the FBI is part of the swamp. Not, not only did Comey do that, but Robert Ray did it to Clinton. Clinton clearly purged himself. Um, uh, I wrote a column. It's on com about Gerald Ford pardoning Richard Nixon. So this is unprecedented, and it's a, it's a small beef that <laughs> when you just again, I hate to use the same words, but when you step back and you look and you go, "Is this really worth tearing the country apart this ridiculous thing?" And the answer is no. But the swamp and led by big, big money people on the far left, they got a target on Trump. And they're not going to stop. And Trump's not going to stop. So that collision is going to happen in November of 2024.
1: You know, you just uh, described also the timeline, too, that this could, you know, really kind of peak right as we're heading into the primary season. Obviously, other cases coming, too. You know, it's been interesting to hear, Bill O'Reilly, because President Biden and the White House have repeatedly said, Oh, he's not focused on this. He's not even looking at that. Uh, I want to get your take on this because um, I think it's smart for Biden to not interject on it. But I want to get if you really believe that President Biden is so not watching what's happening with President Trump at this moment. Here is Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, earlier today at the White House briefing uh, when a reporter asked her, what does she think? And what is Biden thinking of what's happening today? I did want to ask about uh, the Donald Trump uh, arraignment. I know you're not going to comment about the legal proceedings. You've
2: said that many times, but can you give us any sense of how President Biden is taking all of this in just as a moment in American history? Obviously, he's a consumer of news. Has he been uh, watching, reading uh, the developments that are unfolding right now?
1: So, first, I have to say this. this It's an ongoing uh, case, so we're just not going to comment on the case uh, specifically itself. Look, the president's going to focus on the American American people, like he does every day. He is not. Uh, this is not something that is a, a focus for him. Uh, he is going to focus on things like making sure that the that we uh, lower continue to lower prices for the American people. Uh, of course, uh, this is playing out on many of uh, of the networks here uh, on a daily basis for hours and hours. Uh, so obviously, he will uh, catch uh, catch part of the news uh, when he uh, when he has a moment to catch up on the news of the day. But this is not his focus. For today what's your reaction bill um they also God,
0: said she's she, she's the biggest bs-er in the western hemisphere i mean <laughs> number one they commented all over the place on january 6th prosecution i was just right? about to
1: say that they kept yeah, talking i mean about you know, that. they
0: couldn't they couldn't say enough about it, but now we can comment so that's you throw that out the window biden himself um from what i understand uh gets briefed on a number of things during the day short he doesn't read, um, but people come in um, from state and from uh, the Treasury Department and, and things like that, and they they brief him. So this would be under uh, the Department of Interior would probably take this, and then somebody would waltz in. He'd sit behind the Resolute desk, and they'd go, "Here's where it is," and he'd listen. Um, Whether he can remember an hour after he's heard it is open for debate. He's obviously um, mentally in mental decline. There's no doubt he is. So you can't really calibrate that. But he knows, and uh, they're probably celebrating in the White House, saying this is a very good thing. Uh, He has a liaison, a guy named Colangelo, that I'm going to do tomorrow on Common Sense. We're going to expose this guy. But this Colangelo, Matt Colangelo, who I just learned about. Yeah, this is uh, the guy
1: who's now in Bragg's office back again. Yes,
0: he's the liaison of Bragg from the White House. And I didn't even know that. Um, But, you know, now I'm full-court press on this thing. Um, So we're going to figure out what Colangelo's role is. And you know he's briefing maybe not Biden himself, but certainly Susan Rice, who's the main player in the white house at this point
1: yeah what do you make of the fact that this guy and he seems very much a partisan guy what he used to work i think with uh like obama and he's got a big political background too i mean and the timing of him going back to the da's office is really interesting don't you think bill o'reilly yeah
0: there's no doubt about it i mean he's the coordinator uh keeping them in the loop on uh What they have, I'm sure he's running over to Merrick Garland as well, because Garland's got to keep an eye on this thing as it breaks out, uh, because it will go into federal court. Um, You know, look, the United States government is a big lumbering machine, and it's always been to corrupt to some extent, always. But now, in my lifetime, it's the most corrupt it's ever been. And that is extremely disturbing to people who love their country.
1: Yeah, no, that is very, very disturbing, which we all certainly do. We're going to continue with your calls now, Bill, 1-800-848-9222. Calls to the great Bill O'Reilly. Let's go to Paulie, line one. Uh, Paulie, your thoughts. Go ahead.
0: I was just wondering, is it worth it for New York to
2: uh,
0: indict him or go through all of this? Do you know how much it costs New York City just to have all the police and everything? How much? I estimate – it's a good question, Paulie. I estimate that this prosecution of Donald Trump will cost New York City taxpayers about $40 million. Wow. Okay? So Adams, he's got to be – because he's got to pay all the migrant costs now, and that's into the billions – um but every time that Trump comes into town, all the cops are working overtime and, and it's just staggering how much this is going to cost. But you know, the machine in New York State, not just New York City, is so anti Trump that they don't care about that. They're not fiscally responsible anyway. So that's what we have.
1: What do you make also, Bill, that Bragg spending this kind of money? And as you know very well, uh, as a guy from New York, you sit there and we look at all the cases that have gotten reduced from felonies to misdemeanors. Right. I think it's 52, right? Isn't it? I mean, it's a stunning amount from this DA and his office. and, And yet he's giving them a pass. He's, you know, it's a revolving door. We've seen the deterioration of New York. And yet he's going to spend $40 million going after, you know, bookkeeping.
0: Absolutely, because it's white-collar crime, Rita. The key word there is white.
1: <sighs> How sad is that, Bill? Is it it's, What a sad testament. It's beyond
0: sad. You know, it's corruption to the nth degree. I mean, it's not only brag, but these DAs across the country who are spitting in the face of the victims who are harmed by these felons, it's just beyond belief. I mean, I'll I'll go on record and I'll say, Alvin Bragg is responsible for hundreds of deaths in New York City because he will not prosecute. And they know who the bad, violent guys are in Bushwick, in the Bronx, and everywhere else. Cops know them. But they know that if they bring a case that's not 1,000%, Bragg's going to throw it right out. Now he's prosecuting Trump on a 10-percenter. That's the odds that he has of getting this into a courtroom.
1: Yeah, it is just, uh, it's like alternate universe, uh, indeed. And boy, uh, New Yorkers are suffering greatly at his normal policies that he's doing. And then he goes to this extraordinary, costly one on a 10-percenter, Bill O'Reilly. Um, It really is surprising. Everybody stay with us. The great Bill O'Reilly is going to continue taking your calls after the break. We'll be right back. WABC.
0: A president has been indicted. Former President Trump pleading not guilty today to charges in Manhattan criminal court. Now, here's Rita Gosby.
1: And we continue this special hour talking with the great Bill O'Reilly, of course, who has his awesome show, Common Sense, in this hour every night. And what a unique opportunity to ask Bill anything. Uh, He always has such tremendous insight, and we're thrilled to have Bill O'Reilly with us for the next few minutes leading into the next hour on WABC. You know, Bill, before uh, we take some more calls, I want to get your reaction to this comment from President Trump, who, as you know, just spoke from Mar-a-Lago and responded to the 34 felony counts. He went right for Alvin Bragg, the district attorney in New York, and talked about the leaks of the indictment. I mean, there have been leaks throughout this whole case, but even the leak of the indictment. Take a listen to what he said.
2: The criminal is the district attorney because he illegally leaked massive amounts of grand jury information. for which he should be prosecuted, or at a minimum, he should resign.
1: Bill, what's your reaction that he's really uh, not holding back on Bragg? And he does have a point that it is a felony to leak. Uh, We don't know if Bragg's responsible or someone in his office, but it's been like a leaky sieve.
0: It has to be somebody in his office, but you can't say it's Bragg because there's no evidence to back that up. Um, You know, Trump, again, he's going to throw everything against the wall. But you'll never find out who the leaker is. So, because who's going to investigate it?
1: Who? Yeah, exactly. It's, just, you know, it's almost what, like he, the Supreme Court. Remember yeah, when the it's case? Yeah, exactly right. the same. Right. So
0: we can't. We can't find out who leaked the Supreme Court row uh, memo. We can't. You now we don't know. So, you know, look, there's no will to do that in uh, Bragg's office. But I'm going to submit to you, uh, Rita, that Bragg, this was not a good day for him. I think that that even hardcore leftists in New York uh, don't really have much respect for this man. And based upon what he presented today, that respect is declining quickly. So I don't think anybody should be uh, bullish on the future of Alan Bragg.
1: Yeah, I agree. He seemed very fumbly in his press conference and, and everything else. Let's continue real quick. We've just got a minute or so left, but let's go to Alex in Brooklyn. Line two, Alex, your thoughts.
0: Hey, Bill. And hey, Rita. Thanks so much for taking the call. Um, I really enjoy listening to you all the time. And I got three short questions, if I may. Number one, I hear a lot of people saying that a president yeah, Al- should Al- only be Yeah, Alex, give us
1: one question, just for time. One question. Okay.
0: So I'll ask one question. Does Bill agree that if a president is going to be indicted, it has to be over some serious crime because I hear a lot of commentators saying that this is a weak case. But um, overall, if you have a, a, a real case against the president that's small and but other people are also being indicted by doing that, do you think the president should also be held accountable? What do your it thoughts? It though? depends if you can win the case, Alex. So I get your point that, you know, presidents and senators and governors should not be given a pass if they break the law, because we're all the same. But you've got to have enough to win it, and I don't see that here.
1: All right. Bill O'Reilly, thank you so much for being with us, especially with this big, action-packed night. How awesome to have you here. We love being here on Common Sense with Bill O'Reilly. You know I'm the biggest fan of yours, Bill. And I know all of our listeners, what a treat to be able to ask you anything about this enormous day with the arraignment, of an American president, and then those comments that came just a little bit ago. Bill, thank you for being here. Thanks, Rita. Thank you. You are the best. And, of course, Common Sense with Bill O'Reilly. Same time tomorrow, go to BillOReilly.com, and Rita Cosby show comes up next.